Well, good morning. My, uh, for those of you who don't know, and welcome and good morning to those watching on a camera. This is always weird when you're talking to people here and know that millions are watching around the world right now. So good morning to you all. If, for those of you who don't know, my name is Darian Brown. I am the youth pastor here at Calvary Church, and I have been the youth pastor here for exactly four years. And so I started just after Canada Day 2017, and my first week on the job was the Consumed Youth Conference in Thunder Bay. And due to COVID, we missed having consumed this year. Our plan was to host consumed here in the building for the first time. And as usual, it's really hot outside consumed weekend. So yesterday, we can just picture being outside with the youth doing lots of work. Everyone just baked and then having all the youth here this morning. So for next year, we hope that we'll be allowed to do that. Um, But it has been an honor to be the youth pastor here at Calvary. And so I'm just going to talk a little bit about transitions this morning, and I hope you are encouraged. This morning is kind of directed towards the grads, but hopefully it is for all of us. And so I've kind of had the stirring on my mind, on my heart, talking about transitions, that we have these changes that go on in life. And uh, I'm going to turn on this remote, because if you don't turn it on, it doesn't work. It's funny how that... It's the way things work, so hopefully that should be good. So another way to kind of say transitions is, I talk about chapters, right? We close a chapter in life, and we open a chapter in life, and those can be exciting, scary, and so as you can see on the screen here, scary, fun, sad, exciting, all of the above, all at the same time, sometimes in the same year, when we go through transitions and changes, the same month, even the same day, we can be sad, scared, happy, excited, all at once. If you've ever been at a funeral, you know you can be crying one moment because <laughs> you're so sad, and 10, 15 minutes later you're laughing because someone shares a fun, funny memory of the person that you've lost. And so this is life. We have these transitions. Um, so let's see if this works here. So this person's making a transition, one side to the other. <laughs> and so I found this picture here. It's a little bit far away. But this person decided, hey, I'm going to tightrope walk across Niagara Falls. Raise your hands if you've been to Niagara Falls, any of you guys. It's quite amazing. You see just, if you stand near the edge, you're this mass amount of water, like millions of liters a second just going over. And this person thought, hey, I'm going to transition from one side to the other. And as I was looking at this picture, I thought, I think they're maybe transitioning from sanity to insanity. That might be what was happening here, but I don't want to criticize during my sermon. So I just found that picture kind of funny. But uh, transitions, sad scary, exciting, all of the above. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll get started. So Lord, thank you for this morning. I pray that this morning, as I share, will be encouraging to those at home, those here, and especially as we honor the grads this morning. Would they be honored and blessed this morning, and your will be done through these words. Whatever's not from you, would it fade away, and whatever is from you will stick. In Jesus' name. So, transitions. We've all gone through them. We're going through them right now in your life right now, especially for the grads. You're transitioning to this new phase of life. And maybe you're scared. Maybe you're excited. And uh, that's what we're all kind of involved in right now. Uh, in, and especially with COVID, we've just gone through this last year and a half. Has there ever been a time in your life where you haven't had more transitions? We've gone from a time where you've been allowed to just hang out with whoever you want to not be allowed to hang out with anybody or maybe 10 people or up to 25 and then back down to zero and back down to 10 and stand on one foot and spin around like what 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 are we allowed to do next a lot of change and so that can be a little bit uh, disconcerting and so that's the life we we live um and so i just uh what kind of 
the verse that God brought me to, and not just for this morning, it's kind of been percolating in my mind for the last year. And that's often how God works. He kind of brings stuff up and it kind of stays there for a while. So if you can see that, Ecclesiastes. And we're going to read this together, if you're okay with that. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. And if you read further in Ecclesiastes, it actually goes on and on, and I think it ends with there's a time for war and a time for peace. But there's all these different kind of like back and forth, these different parts of life that we go through and can call them chapters opening and closing in our life. And so right at the start, I kind of felt like for us to encourage us this morning is God is in all these transitions. He's over it all. He's sovereign. And that's not a word we use a lot. Um, Often, if you live in a country where you have royalty, you refer to the king or queen as your sovereign. God is our sovereign. He's over everything. That's kind of what that means. So nothing happens in life that hasn't crossed his desk. He's sovereign over everything. And so God is saying, for everything, there's a time. So everything that we're going through right now in life, whether you're in a tough spot, a great spot, in between, God says, there's a time for this. This this is part of his plan. And so right at the start, we see there's a time to be born. So for those of you that don't like change, you're a slow change, not change person, which is kind of like me. If I get into a groove, this is comfortable. Let's just leave it. Don't mess with it. Keep it going. But for those of you who don't like change, you've already conquered number one. You made the biggest transition, one of them the biggest that you'll ever make in your life, and that was you were born. So give yourself a clap. Everybody clap. Hey, you did it. Transition number one. Check that off. You're successfully born. And uh, maybe during that transition, there might have been some screaming or yelling, maybe some words like, get this out of me, or look, this is all your fault, wife saying to the husband, things of those natures during that transition. But you did it. You made that first big transition. But right away, God has a time to be born and right away, a time to die. Both ends of the spectrum. And all of us will die. Every one of us, unless Jesus comes first. Every one of us will be at our own funeral. Everyone attends their own funeral, right? And so one day we're all going to pass away. So I was kind of looking at this. Okay, there's a time to be born. There's a time to die. Well, everything in between is what we call life. So we have our first transition. Our last transition, when we go to, as believers, we go to heaven to be with Jesus, which will be an amazing transition. That will be like amazing for us we know that the people who love us and get left behind they they're sad they're at our funeral it's a sad time but for us who go on to be with jesus that's our last transition we'll call that transition last and there's a whole bunch in between and that's what we call life and so i thought i'd just share a few little snippets of some transitions i've gone through in my life there's been a few big ones and so i was born yeah check that off in london ontario when i was a kid i grew up in woodstock ontario just down the road from london ontario so i used to say to people i was born in london and they'd all people oh really thinking london england that's so exciting then i'd be like no london ontario oh so disappointing and so anyways i was born in london and uh grew up there and then at age 16 my parents moved from southwestern ontario to northwest bc 3,000 miles away so i left all my friends everything i knew and went off to bc where i didn't know anybody and never knew if i'd be back And so that was really hard. All my friends just waved goodbye and said, see you later. And that was really hard. That was my first big transition that was really difficult. At the end of that year, we moved back to southern Ontario. 
And at the end of that year was the summer that my parents got separated and then got divorced, which was an extremely difficult transition. If any of you who are sitting here who have had divorced parents, there's not many transitions that are harder than that. You go from having a secure family unit to a fractured family unit. That's an extremely difficult challenge. And as a teenager, you don't really get what's going on. Later, as you become an adult and you process it, you realize that all the things that it did to you, and you have to work through that. Very difficult transition. So I went through that, and so became an adult, transitioned into an adult, as some of you are here today. And then I transitioned from being a single person to a engaged, and then a single person to a married person. So for you guys here this morning, if you ever get engaged and get married... You're going to transition from being a single, self-absorbed, selfish, single person (laughs) to a married, self-absorbed, selfish person. person. (laughs) And then God slowly has to chip away at that, right? Hey, this life is not all about you anymore. And he keeps working on that. So then later on, after we've been married for a few years, married to my lovely wife, Brenda, who is here, um, kids came along. First justice, acacia, and then we had twins. Buckle up for that transition. Wasn't expecting that one. (laughs) Uh, Nick and Roxy, I remember Nick saying, I'd love to have twins. I'm like, okay, I'll pray for that. But twins are amazing and a huge blessing. So anyways, we transitioned to having kids where you go from being a married, selfish, self-absorbed person to a married with four kids, have to care for them, still a bit selfish and self-absorbed. And again, God keeps chipping away during those transitions, working on our character, right? So that was a big transition, transition to kids, transition to different jobs, went to work at CNN Co-op for 12 years, and then, as we mentioned, transitioned to being the youth pastor here at Calvary Chapel, Calvary Church. And then now coming up into this fall, I'm going to be transitioning into being the administrative pastor here, kind of caring for the building and the ministries here. And Taylor Friesen will transition into being our youth pastor. Life is full of these changes. This last year, my mom passed away. And so to see your mom pass away and die from cancer, that was an extremely hard transition. You transition from being someone who had a mom to someone who no longer has a mom. And then my grandmother passed away. You transition from having a grandmother, and then you don't have a grandmother anymore. Right? Sad, scary, exciting, fun. All these different parts of transitions, right? They're a big deal in our life. And so I've gone through all those things, and what I really felt like God has been there all the way through. If we look, for all of us, I think if we all look back at all the big changes we went through, and we really look at honestly, we can see, okay, God was there, he was working, he was with me. And that's very reassuring. And there's definitely times where we can feel like we're alone, but he's with us in those transitions. So no matter what we're going through, We know that God is there, he's sovereign, and he's over all of it. And I'd just like to take a little moment, just do a little, an aside here. Having been the youth pastor, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to be your youth pastor. It's been a real honor and blessing. God's definitely worked on me. I worked on my character a lot. Those first few weeks in that first year of youth pastor, I would walk into youth rooms and youth events and just be like, there's chaos. It's all out of order. There's got to be, we got to get this all together. Isaac's walking on the couch. Jeremiah's eating food on the pool table. What's going on? That was how I looked at things. And then God had to transition to me to be like, it's not about that. It's about caring for the kids' hearts. <laughs> and so my hope is that God will work on me in that, that as I care for this building, to be still caring for the people's hearts and seeing that it's actually been a huge blessing to have Isaac and Jeremiah and Ryan and Logan in this church. And that's been a blessing to have them. And uh, 
and transitioning in that. And so it's been a blessing. And also a real thank you to you parents. I've felt so supported. I meet with the youth pastors of Steinbeck once a month. And it is not every youth pastor's testimony that there's the fellow staff or the board or the church, the elders, support them fully in what they're doing. And that the parents of the youth support them. That is not the testimony of every youth pastor, but it is my testimony. So thank you, parents. You've been super supportive. That's been a blessing. So a little aside there. So there's a time. God said there's a time for everything. And so as we kind of segue into um, talking about the youth, for you youth grads and you're graduating going on to this next phase of life, you could maybe be feeling, I don't know if I can do this. I'm still, maybe I'm too young to handle what God has for me. Or um, maybe I'm not up to the challenge. Um, I'm too young. Or maybe you feel alone. Hey, I can't go through this all alone. And uh, you're a bit scared. And that's totally normal. And we're with you in that. For those of us that are already adults, we, we, we remember what it was like to kind of live home, leave home and live by yourself and be like, hey, the fridge doesn't automatically come with mustard and ketchup in it. <laughs> My bed doesn't automatically get made. What's going on? It's like, that's a transition. That's a change. And so we appreciate that you might be a little fearful in that. And so I want to encourage you guys with, uh, remind me of a story. And so there's a farmer out working in his field, and he has a horse. And the horse's name is Buddy. And he's working with his horse, Buddy. And all of a sudden, this stranger runs up, all out of breath, said, I just put my car into the ditch. Could you come bring your horse and help pull me out of the ditch? And the farmer says, well, I don't know if my horse can do that, and I don't want my horse to get hurt. He said, well, it's a small car. Can you please look? So they go down the road, find the car, and the farmer says, yeah, it actually is a small car. I think we can do this. And so the farmer hooks his horse named Buddy up to the car, gets the rope, and they get ready to pull, and the farmer yells, Mandy, Mandy, pull, pull, Mandy, pull. Nothing happens. And then the farmer yells, Bailey, Bailey, pull, pull, pull. Nothing happens. And the farmer yells, sugar, come on, sugar, pull that, pull that car. Sugar's a good horse name. Pull, pull, and nothing happens. And then finally the farmer says, buddy, pull the car. Pulls the car right out of the ditch. And so the stranger's all excited, thanks the farmer, says, thank you so much. I'm really blessed, but I got to ask you, like, why did it take you so long to say buddy's name? Why the other names? And the farmer said, well, buddy's blind. And if he thinks he's alone, he won't bother pulling the car. But if he thinks he has help, he'll pull that car right out of the ditch. And so for many of us, if we feel like we're alone in something, we won't even bother trying. True? But if we know we have people and we have help beside us, then we're like, hey, I can do this. And so for you youth, you grads, you're not alone in this. God's with you. And so rather than relying on a silly story about a horse, let's turn to the word that is much more reliable. So Jeremiah Let's read this together. And so we have a a Bible verse, you know, in the name of one of our youth. I'm sorry, I couldn't find a Ryan verse or a Logan verse or an Isaac verse, so we went with Jeremiah. So let's read this together. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Another way to say that, I knew you, is to say I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I pointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, Sovereign Lord, I said, so this is Jeremiah speaking, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. So maybe a little bit of a rebuke there. Do not say I'm too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. 
And so Jeremiah was a prophet that God called. And he called him to speak to the nation right around your age. So you guys are around 18 years old, right? Born in 2003, somewhere in that range, around 18. So Jeremiah was this young guy right around your age. And God called him. to Imagine that right now I said, Isaac, I'm going to send you out to this, to Winnipeg, to a whole city or to a nation, and you're going to tell them everything I want to tell them because they need to correct their ways. I'm going to give this to you. You're up for it? Ready? See, your face was a little, right? Totally natural, right? So imagine Jeremiah was the same way. And we see that he was the same way. I can't do this. I'm far too young. And the Lord says, you're not too young because I am with you. And I'll give you the words to speak, declares the Lord. And even that word declares doesn't even just say, says the Lord, declare. When you declare something, when the Lord declares something, it's set in stone. So you guys aren't too young. So whatever the Lord's going to bring you to, even if it's scary or you're not sure, you've got parents, you've got friends, you've got people in the church walking beside you. And the Lord says, you're not too young. You don't have to have a degree or a diploma and get all perfect and ready before the God calls you into something. He might call you to get a degree and a diploma along the way, but you guys are ready. You're not too young. And so we want to take a little time this morning um, to honor and pray for our grads as we talk about this transition. As we're in this phase of changing in life, you guys are about to embark on one of the biggest transitions of your life. And you might be a little bit nervous. And so we want to call you guys up, we want to pray for you, and we want to bless you. So I was thinking, how do we get some gifts together for the youth? What do we give the youth? And so I have this little card here. So I was like, what do the youth need? What, what kind of talk speaks of adulthood? And so I thought, you know what? Nothing says becoming an adult like doing your own laundry. Right, right parents? Clap from the parents. Okay. Now, this isn't an indictment on you parents. I'm sure you've trained your kids well, but I'm sure you would agree that there's times where it's like, hey, that huge pile of stinky clothes in your room, could you do something with that? That would be great. I'm sure my kids have heard that from me. So I got these laundry bags that I actually didn't realize they were this big when I bought them because they were in this little package. So you'll be able to fit lots in here. So laundry bag, nothing says adult, like doing your own laundry. Okay. So secondly, soap. Because one day... You're not going to want to be single anymore. Right, parents? It's time for you to leave the nest. And so it's good to clean sometimes because that uh, girl that you like, you know, she wants to have a fresh-smelling person with. Just leave that there. So there's soap there. We've got Tim's card. You know, you won't, won't, always, won't always have mom's cooking. So stop in at Tim's, get some food. And more importantly... We have a Bible that's especially for you guys. This is a graduate's Bible, so it has verses specifically for your phase of life. So as you're going through different things, there's verses in here that you can lean on. Lean on God's word, and he'll take you through that. And then I do have a little card in there for you as well. So I'm not going to give you these gifts on stage just for a matter of time. And they're a bit big and clumsy. I didn't realize they'd be that big. So we'll do that later in the office. But we're going to call you guys up, and I'm going to ask... Uh, Matt can join us as well, and Taylor Friesen can join us as we pray for the youth. Um, so we'll call, um, let's start with Isaac. So Isaac and your, his parents can come up here, and we're going to stand beside you. You guys can join us, and we're going to pray for these guys um, and honor and bless them. Sound good? And we're okay to be mask-free on stage? Is that okay? Yeah, I'll go. Sue? Yeah. 
Okay. So, first, Isaac, we're going to give you the, the mic here. And Isaac's just going to share a little bit about what's going on in his life. And his parents are here to support him. And then we'll pray for you. And we'll just check to see that mic is on. We should be good. So, feel free to share, Isaac. Okay. Um, hello, my name is Isaac, in case you didn't catch it. Uh, where to start, man? This past year has been crazy. It's COVID shutting things down, opening it up again. School has been really stressful. Relationships with family, friends, acquaintances, whoever, just been struggling. Especially school and all of that. It's just been so, so very difficult. But with the support of the church, my family praying over me, I made it through and I graduated. Didn't think I was going to, but I did. it. Yeah, um, I don't remember when, but Gene had the opportunity to come and visit us and share about his college. Uh, I was sitting right there with my mom, and we were just kind of listening to him talk. And we both heard God very promptly put it on us that I need to go there. So I looked around and signed up, which took a little bit longer than expected. But I got it done, and I got accepted into the school this fall. So that's where God's led me this year. All right, Darian, here you go. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Let's give him a clap. I'll hand this off to you, Taylor, if you want. I'm going to go on the other side. So I'm just going to go to this side so I'm not in the way. So I'm going to pray for these guys. Or Taylor, do you want to go first? And I'll follow up. And Matt, if you want to join, whatever. For the rest of you, if you want to kind of stretch out your arms and pray for these guys, this is a big deal. This is this huge transition, this next phase of life. And we want God to be with Isaac and bless them. So... Yeah, let's pray for them. Yeah, Father, I thank you so much for Isaac. Father, I thank you for who he is. And now you have completely designed him the exact way that you love him. Jesus, I pray that you would bless Isaac. Father, I thank you as he um, was vulnerable in saying that this last year was hard for him. I thank you that you were there every single step of the way. And Lord, I thank you that he has chosen to say yes to Jesus and follow you as he goes to this college in this next year. Father, I pray you'd bring hope in the places of hopelessness that he runs into. Father, that you would be evidently near to him in his traveling towards college in the summer as he works. Father, that you would financially provide for him. And Jesus, that he would um, stay rooted in the word. Father, that your word would come alive to Isaac, Jesus. That he would see you in new ways. That his eyes would be open, his ears would be open to hearing your voice, Jesus. And that he would find um, connections and people to just grow close together and follow Jesus as a group, Father. As he leaves a place that is known to him and he goes a bit into a unknown area. Bless his family back at home. Bless his parents, Jesus. Father, be near to them as well as they send off um, their son, as they send off their this Isaac that you have blessed them with all these years in their home, Father, that this would be a season of growth in his life um, through the trials and through the joys, Jesus, that you would be near we trust you with Isaac's life because his life is yours. You are good, God. You are king. And I thank you for how much you love him. 
Yeah, Lord, we thank you for Isaac and just the blessing it's been to have him in our youth group all these years to see him grow and change. And uh, I just pray you be with Heather and Kevin uh, still as they've uh, faithfully parented him. And there's been, it's been a journey. You've had the whole family on a journey as we're all on a journey. And I'm sure there's been times where it's been fun, scary, sad, exciting, all of the above. Would you just be with them, guide them as they release Isaac, that picture of a bow shooting out an arrow. Um, and just that picture of releasing him into what you have for him. Be with them as they, they're back home, as their son goes out. And I pray you just continue to grow their relationship. And uh, whatever Isaac comes up against, whatever how challenging it is, would he always rely on you? And would you be, we know you're there with him. Would he continue to turn to him? Turn to you, Lord. Would Isaac turn to you in whatever he goes through? We know you have him in, his, in your hands. And Isaac, you're not too young. The Lord has you. He'll give you the words to speak. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys. So why don't we call up the Schraders now, Ryan and his parents. And just for those of you watching at home and those of you here in the building, after we pray for these guys, Greg and the team will come back up and we'll have worship after that. So just to kind of give you a heads up that we will close and worship after this. Yeah, so Taylor, if you want to hand Ryan the mic and he can share a little bit um, about what's going on and then we'll pray for you guys. <clears throat> so yeah, for me this past year is probably one of the hardest years I've gone through school and just COVID just added it all up and made it a pretty tough year. I'm glad I graduated and got through it. And yeah, God was always by my side through it all. And just, yeah, he supported me and kept me going through the school year, I guess. For the next year, I'm probably going to work until next school year and then see if I can go to university for maybe film studies or something. Not sure yet, but it's planned now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we can give them a clap. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so let's go ahead. Let's pray. Yeah. Father, I thank you for Ryan. Um, thank you for the young man that you've made him to be. Thank you for the gifts, abilities, talents, character traits, personality that you've put inside of him. God, my, my prayer for this year is that as he day after day wakes up and looks himself in the mirror, I pray every day that you would affect the reflection that he sees. That every day, um, his perception of himself in the mirror would change to be more accurate more known to him, um, exactly as the way that you've intended him to be. God, that the reflection that he sees and thinks of himself and knows of himself would be close, as close as possible to how you see, feel, and, and want to use him. Um, I, I pray that for all of the youth, but Lord, I do pray that for Ryan, that you would allow him to see who you've made him to be, how you've wired him, 
And that a deep appreciation would come for himself. And a deeper love and gratitude for you who made him would come out of that as well. And that um, you would take him down a journey. Uh, especially a, a transition year which, which can feel like waiting for the next big thing to happen. Uh, I, I pray that between you and him there would be much, much uh, activity. Uh, as you show him a, a deeper appreciation of, of who he is and how you've made him. Um, we pray that in your name, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord, I thank you for the blessing that Ryan has been to get to know him and, uh, and the blessing that his parents have been as part of our youth group. Um, nobody faithfully answers emails like Alvina, Ryan's mom, so that's been so great. And, uh, but we thank you for Ryan. Would you bless him in all that he does this next year? Would he continue to pursue you and pursue relationship? It's been so great to see him having relationship with Matt. And uh, I pray that would continue to grow. And whatever you have for him moving forward, Lord, um, would you be with him? Would he continue to turn to you? And we thank you for all that you have him, all the gifts you've put in him. I'm sure there's lots of gifts in Ryan that he hasn't even discovered yet. So I pray he'll continue to discover that. And for those around him that care about him, would we also call him out and say, hey, I really see this in you. And we can encourage him in that. And would he grow in that? And protect him in all that he does. Put your angels around him. Keep him safe. And uh, bless him in this next year. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. I guess we'll call up uh, Jeremiah and his parents now. Next contestant. <laughs> Come on down. I just realized that I said Alvina when I should have said Adina, so I'll just apologize for that as I was praying. Sorry about that. We have an Alvina and Adina. <laughs> so after we're done, then Logan and his parents, you guys came up next, okay? So yeah, Jared, just feel free to share whatever's on your heart, and then we'll pray for you. Uh, this year, the inconsistency, the inconsistency really sucked with COVID, but yeah, no sports really sucked. Made the hard, it made it really hard to get through. Made it really slow. Thankfully, I graduated. My plans are mostly yeah, just we can clap. Yeah, I'm mostly just planning on working. We'll see what happens after a year or so. Maybe I'll try to go to college or something, but yeah, I don't really have much planned. Yeah, no, that's good. Thank you. Taylor, do you want to grab that mic? and You can go ahead and pray, and then I'll pray after. Okay. Sure. Yeah, God, I thank you so much for Jeremiah, Father. And I'm just reminded of when you say in the Bible, I've called you by name, you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I am with you. Father, I pray that over the life of Jeremiah in this next year and in the next and in the next, Father, that when he goes through deep waters, you are with him, Jesus. Father, I pray for your favor over his life in this next year, Father, for your immense peace, Jesus, to flood his mind from his head to his toes, Jesus, that you would walk with him so closely. Father, would you come alive to Jeremiah in different ways in his life, in the gifts you have blessed him with? Father, Jeremiah is gifted in so many ways. 
And I see that in the works that you have for him and through him, Lord Jesus. I thank you for, um, yeah, I just see maybe that he'll be a huge influence for others that will, they'll look up easily to Jeremiah and just want to follow, want to follow, want to follow. So would you walk with him in that way as he, um, yeah, trusts in you, learns to fix his eyes on you, Jesus. Um, yeah, we trust you again with Jeremiah's life. He is yours. He is yours. Would you bless him? Yeah, Lauren, we stand beside Jeremiah and recognizing this has been probably maybe one of the hardest years for grads ever of all the loss. And as we read in Ecclesiastes, there's a time to mourn, there's a time to dance. This is a time of, there's been some real mourning this year. And for all our grads and for all of us during COVID, we're mourning the loss of doing the things we love to do. I can't imagine being the sports junkie that I was in high school, missing out on the basketball and all the sports that I'd love to do that last year that's supposed to be that kind of last hurrah and going off with all your friends. These youth have missed out on those types of things. So we stand with Jeremiah and then recognize with him and recognize that that's been very difficult. So I pray in the future and sometime in the future, you'll give him also a time to dance. There'll be some real joy in his life and for all our grads, something that will just really give him some joy and, ex- and excitement. And maybe there's already something he's noticed, but would he really see you moving? And <clears throat> would there be something that would really cause him to dance and sing in this next year? Whatever that looks like, you know what it is, Lord. But to thank you for Sheldon and Corinne as they parented him. And again, uh, as Taylor said, we, we, he, there's, you put gifts in him. I've been so blessed to see Jeremiah here as part of the cleaning staff and can think, well, that's part of his job. But no, that's a big deal to come here faithfully and clean this building. And that doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you, Jeremiah, for that. And Lord, we thank you for him. Be with him in all that he does. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, Father, I come before you as well. And, Father, I just ask um, that you pour out a blessing on my son. Father, I ask that you would um, just continue to pursue him. And, Father, I ask that, um, that you would pour into him the passion to pursue you as he's pursued sports. And, like, he's got such a passionate heart and passionate um, just personality and so father I ask that you would draw that out Mm -hmm. and that passion would be turned to passion for you and passion for uh, bringing in your people Jesus bringing in the lost father I thank you that you have made him a leader and that people like to follow him and father I ask that you would um, just develop those skills and that as he moves through the workforce or goes to school or whatever he chooses to put his foot to, Lord, that you would guide that foot and that path and that um, you would put people that need you in his path and he would bring them to you, Jesus. Father, I ask that you would just just shine a light on the road that he's supposed to go on, Jesus. Father, I just really appreciate the message this morning, too, that um, the example of, of... of the horse um, not being alone and being able to do more when he knows he's not alone. Father, I ask that you would, for each one of the grads, um, just pour into them and ensure that they know that they're not alone. You are with them, but also you've put people around them to be with them and to encourage them and um, to be able to come alongside them in um, wisdom, in um, whatever it may be that they need, Lord. 
there is people that you've put around them to help with the things that they need. So, Father, I ask in Jesus' name that, that he would seek that out and that you would lead and guide each step. Pray these things in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Corinne. As yeah, so as Logan and his parents come up, uh, worship team, we invite you guys to kind of be ready in the wings. You guys can come up after that. And for those of you at home who are watching, if you guys have any verses or prayers that you want to share with these guys that have kind of come on your heart as they've been sharing, then feel free to put that on the uh, church chat or let us know. But it's, we want to keep encouraging these guys as they go forward. So <clears throat> if God gives you something, then you can pass it our way. Oh, yeah. I guess uh, the for me, the hardest thing was probably the fact that I wasn't able to hang out with friends. Um, but that was that was probably the worst part and the best part of my year because I took a lot of harder classes in school. So without being able to see my friends, I was actually able to focus on my studies. I didn't do necessarily the greatest, but I still got a good mark in my eyes to to what that was. <laughs> so uh, that yeah. that I guess worked. So. <clears throat> and then uh, the the plan. I, I mean, I tried to apply for a, a college, but it didn't necessarily work out. But uh, but uh, I think the, the plan is to apply for possibly starting next January. But I think I'm just going to work the year and just be an adult for a year. So that'll be fun. So that's kind of where I'm at, I guess. Well, we welcome you to the club of adulthood. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for sharing. Let's give them a clap. And uh, Taylor or Matt, do you want to take the Matt, whoever, uh, take the mic, whoever feels led? You can go ahead and then I'll right. follow up. Well, Jesus, I thank you for uh, probably the most conscientious teenager I know. Um, always with a view of others, always with a view of himself, always with a view of what's important. And uh, it's just so wonderfully bizarre that that he that he gets that, and that he has vision, and 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 he's invested in in the things that you are, are trying to uh, so hardly convince people that they need to be invested in, and and yet, Lord, I. I, I ask that the joy of you, your joy, the, the experience of knowing you would be that thing that sets his life alight, that, that gets him up in the morning and that uh, motivates him to do everything he does and to say and to think and to act, Lord, that, that it would be an affection of Jesus that would be his his deepest intrinsic motivation that um, that that would fuel everything else, uh, not at the expense of of being mindful of people. That's a wonderful trait, Lord. I pray that you would uh, use him. I, I know you will use him in those things, but would the fuel the the thing that makes everything go would that be an affection of you that is so much deeper? Uh, that is that is fueled and kept aflame by you day after day. God, that, that he would know you more. Not, not about you, but would know you. Would recognize you the way that you talk. The way that you enter a room. The way that you speak. The way that you sound. And the way that uh, your, your very essence. God, would, would those be the things that... that Get him going and shoot him into all of these wonderful situations, God. Uh, I thank you for Logan. I thank you for who he is. And, and, and I look forward to 
the next transition and the next steps. Um, look forward to what you want to do with that, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord, and I even thank you just for that perspective as Logan shared saying, that was one of the hardest parts of my year was not being with friends, but it was also the best part. Just that that's life. In the same moment where something can be hard, we know that you can still work through it uh, for your good. And so we do recognize how hard it's been this year, as Logan shared, to not be with friends. And uh, I do pray, we, we pray that things will open up so that these young people and all of us can be with those people we care for and those friends. Um, but within that, I pray that you keep drawing Logan closer, that when those times that he can't be with friends, hey, I can st- Logan can say, I can still be with Jesus. I can still be with the Lord. I can still spend time with you, Lord. So pray you continue to grow him in that and grow all of us in that, that uh, as we can't be with those loved ones, we all can always still be with you, Lord. Um, would you bless Wes and Alvina? Thank you for all they've done to pour into them, to Logan for all they've done as parents. And would you bless all of them in everything they do in this upcoming year? In Jesus' name, we all say amen. amen. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for coming up.